Welcome back to the fourth and final segment of Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio this Easter weekend in 2022. In this segment in our neighborhood spotlight, Lake Washington in Lawrenceville. Probably been several years since we featured Lake Washington in Lawrenceville, so I'm excited to see what's happening in that particular neighborhood. Flood insurance, what is it and why might you need it if you buy a home in Metro Atlanta? And then a home inspection, do you need one or do you not need one? In many cases, in today's market, buyers are choosing not to include in the contract the ability to inspect the home and ask for repairs. And the reality is they probably should be doing something a little bit different. Again, each week we pick one specific Metro Atlanta neighborhood. By the way, if you want to connect with us, it's easy. Go to gogaddisradio.com. You can ask questions. You can make comments. You can push back, share ideas, request your neighborhood be featured in our neighborhood spotlight, and you can subscribe to our podcast. We would love for you to be a podcast subscriber. Love, love, love you to be a podcast subscriber. Gogaddisradio.com. Scroll to the bottom of the page, or actually, no, at the top of the page, you can click on podcast. Each week we pick one specific Metro Atlanta neighborhood to call out critical changes to let you know as a homeowner in a particular neighborhood what advantage you might have in selling a home in today's market. This week we are featuring Lake Washington Plantation, a beautiful neighborhood. If you're taking I-85 North, you go to Sugarloaf, Sugarloaf Parkway, um, turn right on Sugarloaf Parkway, then right on Highway 120 and left on Deceiver Road. The subdivision is on the right. Use Lake Washington Drive. <clears throat> I think I... Yes, that's exactly right. Use Lake Washington Drive. Three years ago, the average sales price of a home in Lake Washington Plantation, $382,586. There was 11 homes sold. There's about 200 homes in the neighborhood, so we would expect there to be about 14 homes selling each and every year. Lately, those numbers have been less just because we've been in some strange markets. There were 11 homes sold. They took 60 days to sell. The low price was 349900 The high price, 416000 The sales price to list price ratio, 98.4%. Sellers discounted their house, on average 1.6% to get a buyer to agree to the price and agree to go to closing. In 2020, one year later, there were nine homes closed, two less than the 11 the prior year. The average days on the market went from 60 down to 35. The average sales price went up 40 Five thousand dollars to four hundred and twenty-three thousand, which ranged from a low of three fifty to a high of four seventy-five. Sales price to list price ratio ninety-nine point nine percent, which means sellers discounted their home point one percent, point one percent, a tenth of a percent, to get the buyer to entice the buyer to go under contract. Let's fast forward a year, twenty twenty-one. There were seven closings. They took nineteen days on average to close. Average sales price, $432,000. That's a $109,000 increase. Listen to that, $109,000 increase over the average sales price in 2020. The low price, $430,000. The high price, $625,000. The average sales price to list price ratio, 104.3%, which means your average home seller sold their home for 4.3% more than they listed it for. Right now, there's two months' worth of inventory. There was a total of six homes that sold. In the last 365 days, we're waiting for that market to heat back up in that neighborhood again this year. There's one home available for sale. It's $550,000 is the list price, which is higher than the average sales price for the last year. It means there's two months' worth of supply. What does that mean? It means we're in a seller's market. If you have less than four months' worth of inventory, we say it is a seller's market. If you have four and five months' worth of inventory, we say it's a balanced market. If you have more than five months' worth of inventory, we say it is a buyer's market. 211 homes in the neighborhood. Average sales price at the lowest during the prior recession, 253000 
When you compare that to the $532,000 average sales price today, it means homeowner equity from 2011 to 2021 increased $59 million. Homeowner equity for those 211 people increased $59 million. Elementary school is Jackson, middle school is Northbrook, and high school is Peachtree Ridge. If you are the type of parent that doesn't want to monkey around with your kid's education or the school's effect on home values, you need a school chimp report. Go to gogaddisradio.com, look for the school chimp link, put in a little information about yourself, about the school district you're looking to compare, about whether you'd like to compare it to the average of all high schools in Metro Atlanta or to one specific high school. It's a pretty cool system. Put in a little bit of information and the system will email a report to you that will, number one, have a proprietary rating system for the school. In my opinion, it's probably the most accurate rating system for public high schools in Metro Atlanta. It will also give you demographic information that you're looking for. What's the average age of a home in the neighborhood? What's the percentage of homeowners versus renters? What about the educational attainment of parents in the area, the household income in the area? Then it'll give you real estate sales data. How many sales took place? What was the average sales price? Average days on the market, total market for sales. It'll give you all that information over the last five to seven years. So it gives you a really good idea of what's happening in that specific school district. And the reality is the school district is important. And it's not just important in terms of how prices appreciate, but it is important as what happens in the better high school districts when prices drop. We did a study, and from 2008 to 2012, the average home price in Metro Atlanta dropped a little over 50%, 52% to be exact, if I remember correctly. But if you take the top 10 high school districts, the top 10 public high school districts in Metro Atlanta, home values decreased an average of 22%. Now, I don't know about you, but decreasing 22% versus 52%, that is a big dang deal. And so good school districts generally mean more stable real estate prices. I know if you're looking for houses, sometimes you can't be choosy about the school district. And my suggestion is for you, if you buy a home in a school district that's less than what you want, then as a parent, I advise you to get involved in that school and see what you can do to make it better. If you are showing up a day late and a dollar short every time you find a home for sale as a buyer, you want to make an offer, your agent says, hey, it went under contract last week or last year or whenever the heck it went under contract. It could be because you're using the wrong website. My suggestion is you go to suremls.com, S-U-R-E-M-L-S.com, and that you search there. And the reason I say that is because it pulls listings from both the first multiple listing service and the Georgia multiple listing service, which means you're getting every single listing that is possible for you to see in Metro Atlanta. You might notice that there are two of many uh, listings, and sometimes there's only one. When you see a listing on that site and there's only one, it is a big dang deal. If you've just joined us, you're listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio this Easter weekend on AM 920, The Answer. Would you have a nauseating feeling in your stomach if you found out after you had gone under contract and were ready to close on your home that the lender required flood insurance because part of the property or part of the dwelling was in a 100-year floodplain? And based upon the fee for the insurance, what if you found it to make your payments on a monthly basis beyond your ability to pay, how violated would you feel? Shannon in Roswell wrote in saying, I'm looking at applying for a mortgage to buy my first home, and there's a question about flood insurance. What exactly is flood insurance, and why do I have to have it at all? Many people think their homeowner's insurance protects them in cases of flood, but I will tell you, as I learned in 2009 myself when we had 
the 500-year rain event and water came up into my basement, a flood is not covered by homeowner's insurance. A flood is protected by the U.S. government's flood insurance program, which can be added to your regular insurance. Now, this question says, uh, the, 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 the opening for the segment says, if part of the property is in the floodplain, the reality is, is in many cases the dwelling itself needs to be in the floodplain. Now, there are issues where you have part of a property that's in a floodplain, and if you want to prove that the dwelling is outside of the floodplain, then you need what's called an elevation certificate, which would be prepared for you by a surveyor, and it would show the floodplain is at this level and the lowest elevation of this particular property is at this level, so it wouldn't be possible for it to flood. The reality is, is depending upon the level of risk, flood insurance can be fairly um, expensive. How would you get it? Talk to your insurance agent and ask them if you think you might have to have flood insurance on a property, ask them to get you a quote on flood insurance for that property. Your real estate agent should be tell, should be able to tell you whether or not any or uh, all of that property is in a floodplain, so you shouldn't have any surprises, and lenders will do a flood certificate right off the bat. Uh, they'll do it really, really quickly. So you finally, as a buyer, win the bid on a home because you went above list price and you removed the ability to inspect a home. Now you have remorse that maybe you shouldn't have done that. What happens now? What happens if you find something that would make you not want to buy the property? Would you be fearful that you might have made the worst mistake of your life? And how could you fix it? This is a listener question, Mark and Joanne in Austell. In today's hot market, a home inspection is, is a home inspection really necessary? It's not because we don't want to spend the money, but because we really want to get the home. Are there options? And I would, uh, Mark and Joanne, I would try to make sure that I had the right to inspect the home no matter what. Even if I agreed to buy the home as is, I would, you know, let's just say, for example, I was buying a $400,000 home and I had $10,000 in earnest money and it had no due diligence period, I would still put in the contract that I would have the ability to inspect the property in the first three or four days, but not to ask for any repairs. And I would hire the best in home inspector I can find. I exclusively use members of the Georgia Association of Home Inspectors because they're all code certified. So I think they're a little better educated than most, a little better educated and prepared and can provide, you know, more specific details about code violations, but I would have that inspection. Now, if you found something and you didn't want to buy the home, the reality is you could always tell the seller you didn't want to buy the home and ask them for your earnest money back. In some cases, they're willing to compromise with you and give you a certain percentage back because they don't want to have to fight you for it. And there's a process that you have to work through. But if you knew you were going to spend forty or $50,000 on this house and you didn't have the money to do it, then if you decided not to buy it, the worst thing that would happen is you would lose your earnest money. And I know losing $10,000 would be a big, big deal. But in the Georgia contract, all you can lose as a buyer is your earnest money. The seller must accept that earnest money as full and complete liquidated damages and not pursue you for any other damages. If you're looking to list your house anytime in the next six months, you need to take advantage of our seller confidence plan. you got to know all your options. There's four different ways to sell a home. And you need to make sure that you talk to us before listing with anybody else. 770-497-0000 is the number. You've listened to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio, where we help listeners go from real estate novices to experts. So home buying and selling can be done with all the, without all the worry typical with life's biggest investments. We'll be back next Saturday at 9 a.m. We look forward to talking to you then. Have a great week, Atlanta.